this is the kind boy from the islands. You are now listening to the Schmear Campaign with T.W. and Kirsch Cat. Hello and good evening. Welcome to episode 29 of the Schmear Campaign. Uh, after taking a week off, we are back. It is spring-like in Jersey City. Winter is still canceled. Virginia has had more snow than New York City. It is 48 degrees and a beautiful 71 in Miami. Also, no, like, precipitation snow. Plenty of other snow, though. Always. TW, can you, uh, can you can confirm I, there's sir? other snow in, New, in Miami? Not this weekend, but uh, it, it typically, yes. Uh, any other places, sure. I, I, cannot, I cannot personally confirm. I was not on the ground. Uh, but That's important. It was... It was, there was, listen, we're, we are, we're not, when we report stuff here, we report, we report the news, damn it. Yeah, we right? do. Yeah. And, uh, but it was actually a wet weekend. It was a wet and a gaily weekend. We had gale force winds on Friday. I love a gale force wind. I was wind. out for a little bit. It was cold. Winds are one of my favorite weather phenomena. Winds are, uh, winds are fascinating. Winds are fascinating. They control yeah. everything. I think winds are control everything. Winds spread things. Uh, probably why the, the Wuhan virus. Is That's another thing we got to add to the list. Yeah, yeah, we got into yeah. that. Yeah, uh, um, winds probably got that class ring that we're going to talk about from Maine to Finland. Yeah, I don't. It's my only guess, but yeah, I, I do like winds in general. I'm yeah. surprised there's not more teams named after winds. There's the Carolina Hurricanes. That's a great name. Fair, but that's more of a hurricane, which has wind. But some hurricanes are more wet events. So that's a good. Synonymous, but it is synonymous with wind. So. The Brooklyn Cyclones. That's wind. Yeah, I guess you're right. That's a wind. Speaking about the Carolina Hurricanes, I ended up losing that bet last night. I didn't lose a bet all weekend. You're welcome. Thank you. Had a mini parlay going. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, they had that backup goalie, and he ended up shutting out the the, the the Maple Leafs. If you get shut out as a professional team by a Zamboni driver goalie, they're called. By the way, they're called e bugs, emergency backup goalie. And if you get blown That's out, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. If you get shut out by one of them, uh, honestly, I think it should be a worse punishment than anything the the the, the, the Astros got. It's almost as bad as losing. A football game to a field goal kicker who was once a garbage man. Who was that? You never saw that movie with Tony Danza back on the Disney Channel where he was a Philadelphia Is that Eagle. With Is that the one with the monkey? No, <laughs> no monkey. This was this was with the Eagles, and he was a garbage man, and he and the oh, Eagles yeah. were holding open tryouts. And was he, that a with Mark Wahlberg? He wasn't no, I'm, talk, a, yeah, I'm talking about Tony Danza. Uh, this is a classic movie. movie. I'll have to look it up. I'll like Mark Wahlberg might have still been in Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Really? I remember Tony Danza had a sports movie with a chimpanzee. I don't think a chimpanzee. It, it could have been, but I'm pretty sure he was just a chimpanzee was a baseball player in, in the movie I'm thinking about. Oh, that's a good movie. What's that one called? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Don't know. If Zach was here, he's good with movies. He he yeah. can tell you like names of movies. I can't remember it's names great. or yeah. I, I have the worst, yeah. But you know, we were talking about you and I were talking before the show and like gambling. Because it really was a quiet weekend. 
Christmas. Like I really didn't outside of Friday night and then today I really didn't do much. Uh so family, birthday, happy birthday. Happy birthday, grandma. Um but when I'm like that, if I'm out on my own or if, I'm, if I have some low time, I'm gonna gamble. You know, I'm gonna bet on things. And I bet on horses and I it's my first weekend watching full slate of college basketball Kansas. When you text me at like nine thirty in the morning, first of all, that's like that's crazy. You, when you text me at like nine thirty in the morning, talking about you betting on soccer, it's like yeah, you know. That, well, that's one of two things. It's either if, you, if I'm texting at one nine thirty in the morning, I'm either for some reason I woke yeah. up or I'm just leaving somewhere. Um, but you know, I look back and I think about like the bad decisions that I made in my life. You know, and there's a lot. You know, I think we all have them. But yeah. things that could be like, all right, you know, this was not great. You know, gambling, probably my worst vice. And so I'd say gambling. And then I'd say my second, getting into sports gambling. And then my second worst decision was, would probably be not cashing out with Bitcoin while I was sports gambling. How much do you think you could have made at the height of your Bitcoin? Oh, man. So when I was in law school, um, I don't think my dad listens to the podcast. So like sometimes I'd use like these living expense loans. Like just I didn't even need it, but I would just take out twenty five hundred just to fucking like fund my bankroll, my roommate Bert. And one time we had about five grand in fucking like after everything. What and that was just five grand like we bought in, but we were still like up about fifty three hundred uh, at one, like maybe October. And we're like, man, they said, all right, you can either cash out, you know, with Movada, because you're over, like, we had the limit where you cash out, or you can get Bitcoin. And Bitcoin was nothing back then. So we're like, oh, fuck, we want the cash. But imagine, you know, 5000 whatever it was, or it's a bit, I would, I, I don't know where I'd be doing this podcast right now. It wouldn't be from my studio apartment, I'll tell you that much. Really? It wouldn't be from there. I mean, that's how people, I think that's really how people, you know, Make it big, like you know, the people that like got into Apple from the ground level. Like, oh yeah, that could have been my thing. What could have been? What could have been? You could have been running Miami. Sure, you sure. already do. No, I don't. Far from it. But congratulations to Dwayne Wade. Big weekend for him. It was a nice weekend down here. I'm not congratulating Dwayne Wade. That's disgusting. I don't. I don't like him. Why? I don't like him as a person. I like. I like LeBron so much more than I like Dwayne Wade. I like Chris Bosh more than I like Dwayne Wade. What has Dwayne Wade done to you? Uh, I just don't like the way he's living his post-NBA life. Okay. Well, that's, I, don't, it, I don't subscribe we, to that school of thought. You can't get into that. That's not right. I'm just saying I don't like that. Okay. Okay? So you don't like him because of that. His whole career. He basically put a city on the map in terms of the basketball world. <laughs> I mean, that's wonderful. I'm very happy that he did that for you. It didn't do anything for me. I'm not a, you know, I'm not a Miami fan at all. I, I just, I don't. You like don't LeBron know. as a person better than Dwayne Wade, Mister, uh, Mister, shut up and dribble guy. Yeah, Mister, I make things up. I like LeBron's comments about Rob Manfred. You like LeBron's comments about China? No. Lack thereof. No. Okay, let's continue. No. No, I don't agree with everything he yeah. says. Okay, let's continue. Seems like more of a personal. I didn't like, know. I didn't seems know. Like a, I, seems like more of a personal problem than a geopolitical problem that I'm dealing with here. Okay, so let's keep it on the I, micro. Well, level. Listen, I shouldn't have even. Honestly, I thought I knew you better. I thought that, I thought you'd put that. That I know what you're talking about with Dwayne Wade, and I don't get it. But he has the right. You know, we're not going to get into it. But um, 
I thought <laughs> you tipped your cap to the guy the week the, the weekend that it, it's I'll tip I'll tip my fucking that, cap you know, to him. That, uh, I tip my cap to others, you know. Yeah, others who are probably better people. Well, I'd say it's probably, that's just, I mean, you know what you're saying, and it's just not right. It wouldn't be, I don't even want to put that out there for you. Because at this point, I'm just, you know, yeah. at this point, I'm just keeping it going. But, okay, yeah. anyway, so let's talk about, um, my week was pretty uneventful. Um, eventful week, too. Oh, I'll get into that after, yeah. You what? No, continue, I'm sorry. No, I, um, I didn't really do much this weekend, and I went bowling yesterday. Bowling is, is fun. Bowling is like bowling is like golf to me. It's like I'm not very good at bowling, but if you're with a good group of people and you know you're at a fun bowling alley, it's a good time. Um, I love bowling. So um, I watched a movie on Friday night, Marriage Story. Did you watch that? No. Highly recommend. I don't know if I'd like it. I don't know if like I'm. It, like it's, it's not sappy. It's it's more of just a it's an interesting story about how a couple is navigating separation and divorce. Oh, interesting. I, I'm still not sold. I'm still not sure how much I'm an Adam Driver guy. So. He, he was he was amazing. Okay. He was He's really okay. good. I don't like Scarlett Johansson. Laura the rest of the cast was great. Ray Liotta's in it. Love, um, love Scarlett Johansson. I love Ray Liotta, so Ray Liotta, uh, Alan look Alda. Good Johansson? She doesn't do it for me. Laura Dern looked great, though. How does Scarlett Johansson not do it for you, bud? What? I saw this. She has, like, this huge back tattoo. Yeah, I know what I'd do with that. Yeah, no, that doesn't do it for me. That's a major turnoff. <sighs> She's also another one. Like, I don't want to hear about what, anything that you have to say about anything. Well, that's, I mean, that's with all of Hollywood, so... Not all. Some are... I don't really hear Adam Driver talking about anything. No, I think Adam... Driver, I actually think Adam Driver's a MAGA guy. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's a big... He's a big 2A guy, too. Really? Yep. We should look that up. So, I think... You know what? Adam Driver's good in my book. He just yeah. doesn't like... He, uh, believe it or not, this thing about him is that he does not like watching his own movies. Yeah, I read that. Because he doesn't like hearing his own voice. Yeah, I mean, I, I get that. Mm -hmm. As podcast stars ourselves, it's not really, it's not easy listening to your own voice. I like it. You would. <laughs> I, like it. I like listening to both our voices. You would like listening to your voice. I like, I, I like your delivery makes me laugh, and just, just I, laugh at, I laugh at my mental processes. Sometimes I don't, I don't think about things before I say them, but when I listen to it afterwards, I'm like, oh man, that either is a really great point, or man, what were you thinking? You know? Yeah, I'm, I'm not seeing anything on Adam Driver and Donald Trump though. I, I, I would probably just say Adam Driver 2A. Let's, let's start with that. And I think apparently Adam Driver walked off the set of SNL because he was offended by Kanye. Okay, so maybe, maybe, maybe I'm a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. So, are you ready to get into the crux of it? Well, no. I thought I, I thought I was going to talk about my week. I thought we talked about your week already. You oh, said yeah. it was uneventful. Yeah, it was kind of. Well, yeah, my, my weekend was uneventful. What else do you want to talk about? Tell me. My oh, my, should I tell the story? We have to tell oh, the story yeah. about yeah. because we mentioned that. Um, 
And hey, Dad, by the way, we'll probably <laughs> call you later. Um, so Tuesday. So I don't even know what day it was. I dude. thought it was Wednesday. Wednesday. When, was Wednesday when I went to go get my car? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So I think Tuesday night my car got – like Tuesday late after my car. I'm in Coral Gables, and I'm going to a doctor for work. We and, were going to record on Tuesday, and that's why we didn't because your yeah, car got towed. Yes, exactly. Um, and then Wednesday was just a crazy day. Um, so I get my – I was parked in some sort of like valet spot that I did not realize was valet. And um, I come back, even went one time to get something out of my car, waved at the people. And then I came back because I knew I wanted to move my car because there was a three-hour limit. I came back uh, well within my limit because I was paying it on my phone. And I come back to my spot and my fucking car is gone. And I look over, I see this fucking bald ballet guy. I'm like, yo, mijo, like, where the fuck's my car? And he's like, no say. I'm like, what do you mean no say? Yeah, no say. He goes, oh, wait, tu tienes un Honda? And I'm like, see. And he goes, oh, my, uh, my, man, like, it's my manager, broken English, my manager fucking called me, told me to tow it. I'm like, why? He's like, because we needed it for valet, the spot, not the car. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, I was just here an hour ago, just getting my briefcase out. Long story short, I don't know where my car is that Tuesday night because they didn't know where they tow it to. So I call like Miami-Dade police because they have to report where your car is. I find out that it's at this place called Downtown Towing, which was not downtown. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to get it in the morning. Uh, I head out to where it is in a little subdivision called Westchester. Westchester. That's what they call it. That's, that's what they say, Westchester. Uh, and I go there, and the guy's like, yeah, it's going to be uh, you know, $200. I'm like, well, so fuck me. So hand over that. Give him my, I took a cash. There's none of these places. I expected it. I, I took out about $200, I think $250. So I'm like, all right, here's 200 bucks. He goes, all right, do you have your registration in the car? I'm like, yeah. So I go over there, and what do I see? My registration, my birthday was last month, as we all know. And typically, normal people renew their, their registration around their birthday. I'm not normal. I have yet to do it. But you still have a three-month grace period. You can't get pulled over for the first three months. It's, it's, not, a, it's, not, it's not a traffic violation yet. Hmm. But this tow guy, they needed an up-to-date registration. And I'm telling him, like, bro, you're saying that I got to go to a fucking DMV right now? And he goes, if you need your car, yeah. I'm like, are you going to charge me for more storage fees? Because he said if you need your car? Yeah. You, I, they were not going to release my car to me. I know, but, like, what? Oh, like, what? And, who, and who doesn't need their fucking yeah, car? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I do. So at that point, um, I'm like, all right, I fucking get back in. I, I fucking, Is that a jewel? Oh, no. Um... <laughs> I get back. Uh, I get back into my. Uh, I get back to my car. I get to the DMV, and and, I, and luckily, I called my mom because she was she was working. I said, "Mom, I'm tired of fucking taking Uber. Like, fucking take me." So he takes me. I take care of that. And while I'm there, they say, "Hey, by the way, uh, do you know you have a, a parking ticket from 2017?" And I'm like, "No, I didn't." <laughs> where by where Paracodes used to be, and. It's funny, I was telling this to Jim earlier, is because when I wouldn't park in valet or paracodes, the valet was full, the homeless guy, Antonio, would just like have his little area where he'd like park your, like, like park the cars to you. And this was before I knew it was a fucking racket. Antonio's like, oh, no, man, it's fine. No, you park over there. It's fine. We found out when we saw people getting tickets there, it was not fine. And Antonio would take people's tickets off. It must have been just one of those nights when I was, you know, at paracones, not paying attention, which happened most times. Uh, and it was two tickets from Miami Avenue and 10th Street. So, 10, so I'm like, well, that's, that's Antonio. 
I finally get my car back. My car is then, my driver's side door is then blocked in by a fucking junker because it's got, like, the fucking door sticking out of it. The guy says, you're going to have to go in for the passenger side, passenger front. I walk in, bud, and as I walk in, as people know, I'm six foot six. I bring it, I'm wearing suit pants, because I was in court that morning. And I go, and I bring, my, I bring my left leg over, and as I'm bringing my right leg over, because I'm carrying, I hear, ripping my pants. I felt it. Yeah. When you told me, I felt for you. It was such a shitty day. Yeah. It was such a shitty day. Like, and the pants is just, it's adding insult to injury. Yeah, it's another, yeah, hey, by the way, you know how you spent $400 today? You're going to have to go fucking, you know, fix your pants now. Nice suit, too. It was Jim's, Jim's wedding suit. Unbelievable. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. What was and your I, initial reaction when you saw your car wasn't there? I thought maybe I was being an idiot and I didn't know where I parked. And then I put two and two together when I started seeing signs like, hey, ballet from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. And I'm like, no, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yeah. They so did. They did. And, uh, see. you know, see. So uh, it is what it is. So, uh, you know, and the problem is when you go to a tow company, love you. Uh, he you... says he loves you. Her too. Equalmente. Uh, Equalmente. When, you go, when you go to these tow companies, it's like you're walking in there and you're carrying. You, you know when you go to psychology, those like brass balls, like on a doctor's desk, like the ones you people move in your hand. Oh yeah. That's how I. That's how I feel when I'm going to a tow company. I'm just my balls are in their hands because there's nothing. They have your car. You know, and what are you going to do about it? Fucking complain to your fucking, you know, the predatory towing? Like, it's going to take months for you to fucking fight that, you know? So, that was my Wednesday. And it's just been a really busy week as it is. Settled my first case this week. You know, that was big. That was nice. That was nice. Even though I had to deal with some, I'll tell you about it after the show, just the nonsense I had to deal with. Did I tell you? The yeah. Guy was, yeah, ridiculous. Yep. Ridiculous. Yep. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's what I got going on. Well, now it's Sunday. And we're here. We're here. And, um, you know, there's been a lot going on in the world. Well, yeah, and, and, well, that's why we have you. So um, let's start with uh, let's start with baseball. Oh. Uh, spring training has officially sprung. Hello. Is that? Oh, was that? Was that? Okay. I mean, I, you could have just said like. You know, yep, it did. Yes, it did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm, I just, I'm, I'm just not, I'm not totally into the, um, I think that's it. I'm, I'm still not into the baseball field yet, but I'm there for you. Listen, it is my thing. It is. I, I am, uh, you know, it's the kind of thing where for the next, I, I forget how many, like, I think it's like 32 or something like that. For the next 32 weeks, we got baseball in our life. It's yeah. a long – the point is baseball is a long season. Are you, a, are you a fantasy? Yeah, it's a long season. That's, that's why – for me, my baseball season personally – I love opening days. Probably one of my – I love opening day. Yeah. Um, but um, for me – and also this is a Marlins fan. It's different. But for me, my baseball season – 
you know, I get into it, you know, after the draft, when, when my when my NFL slows down. This NFL is going to pick up for me. Uh, thing. But listen, that's everyone has. This is your sport. People are going to learn. People are going to learn that. You deserve it. So, I mean, listen, baseball this spring training, I think, has been more on the map than others. And I think because, that's because the baseballs, the, the players have had a chance to air their grievances over the Astros. Yeah. You know, and, you know, at first it was guys like Trevor Bauer and, um, you know, some, you know, I, I, I consider Trevor Bauer to be, you know, a B level player. He, he's not a, he's not an A lister, but, you know, then when all the players started reporting, you had guys like Cody Bellinger, Mike Trout, Aaron right. Judge, arguably three of the faces of baseball. And the, the narrative from the players, aside from the Astros, is much different than um, what's coming out of Houston and the commissioner's office. Uh, the players are pissed, and they're pissed that the players didn't get punished. Um, and, you know, there are players that think that the title – the 2017 title should be stripped. I think it should. Um, I think that's the easiest thing for the commissioner to do. Um, and he's handled this just horribly. He's been, he yeah. hasn't, he just is, hasn't been able. Is, like, like Bush had Katrina, this is Manfred's Katrina. Yeah, and the question is, it's not, or not, it's not a question, but here's the reality. It's not going away. Um, starting on, you know, the first, the first game of the season, I don't know where the Astros open up, whether they're at home or on the road. But every time they go on the road, they're going to be met. With, it doesn't matter what stadium they're in. They're going to be met with boos and signs and everything else. And, um, and well, I think hopefully they, hopefully they don't steal those signs, huh? Well, uh, funny you say that. Funny you say that. Did you see that they were stealing signs from um, – Opposing Man. fans who were coming yeah. to spring Just, training games. It's fucking yeah. So apparently the stadium does have a no sign policy. Okay. But you know the optics of it are not good. First of all, because you got in trouble for stealing signs, right. and then you're literally stealing, stealing people's signs. Yeah. Um. So it's pretty pathetic on their part, and I think the Astros players have been, you know, they're. They were just totally unprepared for everything. No, it, it, it was, it was, I mean, even when they had that first press conference two weeks ago or whatever it was, it was awful. And the fact they even put poor Dusty Baker having a fucking go up there, like, that's not his fucking face that music. Well, it, that's the thing, though. <laughs> He's the manager. And no, no, get that. No, but that's the thing. Like, the manager is literally, that's what the manager is in baseball these days. He's the public face of the team. So he knew what he was getting himself into, and arguably there aren't many people who would handle it. He was he handled it the best out of anybody. You know, obviously he didn't have to deal answer for it personally, but you know he wants his team to uh, he wants his team to turn the page. And I think you know the coming into the weekend, it seems like that was the message that uh, the Yankees, and obviously that's just where I pay the most attention to, but. Yankees players like Aaron Judge were talking about how, you know, it's time to turn the page and, you know, start thinking about the 2020 season. And I agree. And it's too important. And uh, these players are the question is, do you think that um, the the Manfred 
edict on targeting Astros players, do you think that players will – do you it, think that his threat of severe punishment for pitchers who go after Astros players if, will if be a deterrent? If does that, if, any pitch, if, if there is any different punishment than there is for normal hit-by-pitchers, I would encourage the all – how many teams are there in baseball? 30. I'd, I'd encourage the other 29 teams in baseball to all sit out the next day. If Rob Manfred is that spineless and is protecting them like that, because here's the end of the day. He's announced he's, that he's going to do that. Yeah, well, you know what? Let him, I mean, the actions speak louder than words. So if he does that, I would encourage my team. If I was a manager, and I, I believe I should be one one day, I would, I, would, uh, I would tell my guys, we're not playing tonight. If you're okay with not playing tonight, I'm okay with not playing tonight. Like, because that's a slap in my face. That shows is he could have dealt with this by suspending those guys. You know, like we said this a few weeks ago. I was re-listening to the podcast this past week. I mean, this is uh, this is worse than any any anything that has happened to baseball because it legitimately <clears throat> impacts the game. The steroid era is one thing, but you still had to make contact with the ball. You know, Pete Rose and the gambling is one thing, but it, he never gambled on his own team. Uh, this legitimately affected the outcome of games. Baseball is the only sport that deals with arbitration. He says he never bet on his team to lose. Okay, whatever. That's no, but it, that's important. No, that's because that's, important. that's Yeah, you're right. That's very important. But still, uh, these are guys in baseball where, you know, this is happening not just in the post. This is happening during the season. And, like, for example, these pitchers, you know, you have baseball is the only sport that has arbitration. And your arbitration case is going to be if you're an AL West pitcher, your numbers are going to be skewed. You know, if you're an AL pitcher, things are going to be skewed. Aaron it, Judge, it, it, if Aaron Judge had a 2017 MVP on his resume, his arbitration would be much stronger than right, exactly. Runner up, and I, you know, it's it's just it, it's not right, and and also it's just the fact that it shows also that where we are is like in society, like these guys are so clueless on the Astros. Like Alex Bregman looks like such a punk. Yeah, he does. He looks such a punk up there. Correa looks like a Correa. Punk. Correa's a punk. He's a punk. I mean, Altuve, like, he sounds like an idiot with this, oh, the tattoo. He's like, oh, like, you know, this motherfucker just got a tattoo to cover it up now. There were pictures of them partying right after that World Series. And, and, let's just, and, and, and you know, that's the thing about Altuve. Before all of this, Altuve was He's looked one at. one of the most loved guys in baseball. An ambassador Look, of the game. Yep. You yeah, know, yeah. like a fiery little guy who, you know, defied odds and blah, blah, blah. I mean, and now his yeah. entire reputation is tarnished. And Carlos Correa could talk about how he didn't benefit. But there are people that track how many bangs. He had like 27 bangs across it the entire so season. Clear. It was so clear. It clearly impacted the game. It's just not right. It's not. And baseball is just a whole. Baseball is one of the, like, the one sport, like, you know, that that has kind of held on to its traditions the longest out of any other sport. Yeah. And, you know, and when you have shit like that going down, it's just a bad look. So people should encourage to boo them. I encourage pitchers. I mean, not everybody. You know, they will get hit, those players, because they yeah. disrespect them. It's the same reason why someone gets hit when they when, when, uh, the next pitch after somebody walks down the base staring down a home run or walking down with their back. It's just like that. You know, you, if you're going to do that, then you better suspend those people too. If Rob Manfred suspends those people, I would I would not be shocked if there's a sit-out. You know, I thought maybe players were going to sit out anyway. But, uh, well, they did, have a CBA coming up next year. So that could be something. So let's, let's see what happens. I think Rob Manfred needs to go. 
the problem is, is that Rob Manfred is, you know, he's. You know, be a great commissioner for baseball. Who? Joe Torre would be, but like a real, like outside the box guy. Yeah, but that's the thing, no, though. No, I, no, 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 I, no. But I'm saying, wait, you're gonna love this. W. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. That would be. That would be. Baseball uh, needs a statesman. Ah, uh, that would be amazing. Yeah, W. I know you're a big fan of the podcast. Think about it. Get back. I mean, this is a personal plea. This is a personal plea. Yeah. I I think that that first of all, it's genius because I love W. You're welcome. Um, as much as almost as much as you love King Don, I love I love George W. But it's W just as much, if not more. You really love W. Don't I do, but. I think that the problem with Manfred is is that baseball is the TV revenue is huge right now, and that's basically Manfred, and the owners are raking in fucking money, and his contract isn't up until 2024. The yeah. chances of the owners firing Rob Manfred are slim to none. Slim to none, I know, but I mean, if there's anything that's enough for cause, but it would be. It, if there's a if there's a lockout, or if there is a protracted fight over the CBA, you know, don't be surprised if Rob Manfred starts losing some support. I'm not saying that firing a commissioner is never going to happen, but letting a commissioner's contract run out and not renewing that contract and kind of yeah. like a vote of no confidence. You know it. Yeah, that's uh, that's more likely a scenario. Or it might even happen before. Like maybe he doesn't want to be a lame duck, and he might just get out. You know. Yeah, so it's uh, really disgusting. So we're an anti-Astros podcast. We're we're you know we we, we love other things in Houston. We yeah, love we are. Bi- yeah, I was gonna just say know? that. But and we're gonna get into that. But uh, we're it's you know fuck the Astros. You know, Alex Bregman, you're a black eye to all Jewish athletes. Yeah. Uh, no, Sandy Koufax here. Yep, no, exactly. He's Sandy Koufax rolling in his grave. Sandy Koufax is alive. Got it. My bad. <laughs> Very much so. My bad. I didn't know that. I really yeah. thought he was dead. Huh. No, he Good. looks great. He still goes to Dodgers games. He's The Dodgers, they got uh, – did you just send me something? Oh, um, the Dodgers was two probably – if you think about it, you got uh, Sandy Koufax and Sean Green, two of the most prominent Jewish baseball players of our time. Yeah. Okay. Sandy Koufax is literally the most prominent Jewish athlete of all time. Yes. I think it goes Sandy Koufax and then Jay Fiedler. Very long, but. Really long. Really long. <laughs> really long. I mean, did he ever. Jay Fiedler didn't take off two weeks for the high holidays. No. But Jay Fiedler, man, one of my most memorable moments was after the 9 11 games. Game against Oakland, uh, won in overtime, quarterback dive, and you could just see his big nose through the helmet, and he's got his hand in the air, and he was a New Yorker. So, and I, and he had some friends that, that, that died, and he, he, uh, it, was, it was nice. All, was I, all I'm thinking about is you saying rest in peace, Sandy Koufax. I feel like most people listening to this podcast 
could say rest in peace, Jay Fiedler, they would probably say, oh, okay, I had no idea that he, that he died. Like, Jay Fiedler is a much younger man than Sandy Cook. I Jay the point is, is that sure. you're, you're you really – you're really comparing tomatoes and oranges. Here. No, I know. I know. I just, you know, anytime I think Jewish athlete, I think Jay Fiedler. No, listen, he's, he's from Long Island, I think. He's, he's got a summer camp. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slide in his DMs. We should get Jay Fiedler in there before summer camp season. Okay. Yeah. That would be nice. I haven't got a response from Aubrey Huff yet, by the way. I mean, he's talking to people. I see he's yeah. going on podcasts. Yeah, so... He's going on a lot of political podcasts, and I can't imagine why the San Francisco Giants would say, eh, probably not going to be welcome here. No, I don't think so. I think that's it. But I think he's okay with that. I, I think that the – I just hate the righteous indignation. Like, Aubrey Huff, like, you understand why they're not bringing – not inviting you. So, like, why do you have to make it like – that's – this is what we call a grift, where people just – where people take – a an argument or a cause or something like that and then they just they turn it into a money making scheme and that's right. what he's doing right now no, he's he, turning that, exactly poning the list yes yeah. yeah although he does look he still looks like Aubrey Huff and I, when he played he was he to me like with, with, the, with the Yankee pain in the ass when he was on the Rays even though the Rays sucked but he was always uh, like Absolutely, him. Like the the Rays, he was like the part of the the the, the Devil Ray that killed Steve Irwin. In like you know he, he was real. You the know, Barb. The Barb. By the way, happy birthday, Steve Irwin. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Rest, yeah. That, rest in peace. Yeah, that's a big rest in peace. You know, oh man, love him. There was another baseball player that I've always thought is dead, and I'll I'll still consider him dead until he looks me in the face that he's not dead. Mo Vaughn. I've always thought Mo Vaughn was dead. Might as well be. Might as well be. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said that once to my old. I think that's an inside joke with some of my old coworkers, and I'm like, I'm like, rest in peace, move on. And they're like, dude, he's very much alive. I'm like, nah, I and I think him. not only is he alive, I think he, I think he comes to like baseball things. I think he was he, at the All Star Game. Broward, he's got a baseball camp in Broward. But he still looks like move on. I mean, tough not to. Yeah. Tough yeah. not to. Yeah, he was in that old in those old Angels uniforms. I mean, that's a that is a great generation of big ball players: Cecil Fielder, Tony yes. Gwynn. Tony Gwynn, and yeah, Tony Gwynn had wheels too for being a big guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I but, guess he wasn't always big. I guess Tony Gwynn got big after. That's a rest in peace. Who? How did Tony Gwynn? He's dead. Yeah, very. How did Tony Gwynn die? The cancer. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Okay. Yeah. You're up. Other sports? Um, not much. Not much. Hockey not. is hockey's getting good. We got the trade deadline tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. I think the yeah. I don't I mean I don't know much about it. Panthers no, but not, now's the time to really start paying attention to hockey. Yeah, no, things are turning around. Yeah, the Panthers are like two points back of the Maple Leafs. I think the Rangers. The Rangers are out of it, but they're young. They're young and they're coming. They're hungry. They're good. No, that's a team that's a, to watch out for. They're very hot. Yeah. Uh, um, that story that we were talking about earlier, that backup I bet on. Through. I bet on them last week, and I won without very, your guidance. Very nice. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I mean, hockey, whatever. Uh, now what's really happening now, the big talk in the NFL, is all these rumblings about the new collective bargaining agreement that leaked this past week with a 17-game season. 
Uh, Did you see the update though? As of I believe, yeah. they're not gonna they're not gonna vote on it or something. They're that it was clear. never supposed to be. That it was really like uh, this is obviously spin, but you know that it was a preliminary document. It should have never been circulated in the yeah, first yeah. place. I think this exactly. I, and honestly, though, I was not. I'm not surprised to think that this is not going to be the NFL. No one's just going to agree to the CBA the first time. You know, players are going to want something out of it. I still think that what the players are more concerned about is, you know, in addition to how much more money they'll get uh, for a 17th game, um, it's just Roger Goodell's uh, disciplinary power and where it's that going to go and stuff like that. So I, it's still going to be a little bit. I don't, I, I, you know, I, I, I'll tell you something. If they don't agree to a new collective bargaining agreement, though, before it expires in 2021, I think that'll be a long lockout. I really do. Because I think the players really don't like it. The way the owners, you know, are, you know, and they're, you know, and the owners are always going to win at the end of the day. But I think the NFL, you know, I think that players are rightfully so. I think they're waiting for some of these TV contracts to go up because I think the NFL start going the way of like other teams, like leagues, like MLB and, and NBA, where they have to start working with these streaming platforms because so many people have cut the cords. You know, I don't know if these, you know, like the, these Fox and and they're still going to be valuable, obviously. But are going to be, you know, if, if there's going to be more of a focus on maybe putting Sunday ticket on Amazon Prime or, you know, doing something like that. You just want to cut. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. Um, and you got the draft, the combines this week. You're going to start seeing a lot of draft buzz this week, a lot of Tua updates this week about the doctors. NFL doctors are finally. A lot of combine changes. Yeah, the combine changes things this week. This is where deals are kind of made in the back burners. You're going to hear rumors. Uh, doctors are going to get their hands on Tua's hip this week. Uh, any type of trade discussions are going to be here. There's a lot of smoke right now about, you know, uh, now, you know, last week in Miami, they were talking about Justin Herbert. It's not happening. They're trying to push their leverage, you know. Draft uh, is going to be wild. This is going to be the first time. I think this time in two weeks, we're really, we might have a, a you know, our, a free agency idea. Uh, so buckle up is all I have to say. Yeah, I'm, uh, listen, I'm looking forward to free agency. Yeah. Only and then we have collection, you know, now college basketball is heating up too. We'll start talking about that more. Um, yesterday was the first full day I was able to sit down and watch college basketball like all day, and uh, I like Kansas. Did you did you like did you watch? We like Kansas. Did you did you watch them? No, just the end, the last, like, put a, I put a $50 bet on them to win it all, um, to win 350 bucks. It's not much, but, it, you know, it could, it, could, it could pay some bills. Um, but I like them. I like where Kansas is at, but they always blow it in the final, in the NCAA. There's not really any dominant team this year. <coughs> so, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, now, now you're starting to have the full gears of sports starting to spin outside of football. And you have the XFL. Our Roughnecks are 3-0. and yeah, you know, I heard that um, the late, the early game today, which is usually on ESPN, was moved to ESPN News. Which one? Back, uh, uh, the the, fir- the first game. To, I don't know. The XFL game? Yeah. Really? Why? Well, obviously, because nobody's watching. Yeah, I mean, we knew this was going to happen eventually. I think we said it the first time. It was like, listen, the ratings were good the first week. It's exciting. It's something new, but... Yeah, and you know what's gonna be interesting too. I think that uh, I also don't think players want to do the CBA back to the NFL really quickly before this season, anyways, 
because I think that, you know, TV ratings, I think that might, because of the election season, TV ratings might go down. I don't know how that comes into play, but maybe that's another thing to consider. Remember, 20, remember 2016, everyone was like, oh man, NFL ratings are way down. All yeah, but there was a lot of controversy. There was that a lot year. of con- Right, I know. So let's see, but imagine a Bernie fucking Trump matchup going into that. That's going to be pretty wild. You know, people are going to tune into that. Um, they're definitely going to tune in. So yeah, so I guess that's a good another. We've been very good at transitioning, segways, segwaying, yeah, segwaying. Yeah. So um, politics are heating up. Talk to us. Election season is heating up. Um, we are dealing with a um, a, a socialist revolution in the Democratic Party. Scary. Uh, they are. They are on the verge. And can we just be on the record first as the podcast? I think you will agree. We're an anti-socialist podcast. We are an anti-socialist podcast. Yeah. Anti-communism. We're just pro-democracy is what we are. Pro-democracy. Pro-democracy, pro-capitalism. Pro-capitalism, pro-republicanism. You know, not Republican, but like being a republic. Right. And, a, uh, it's a very nice way to clear that up, by the way, because you might have pissed some people. You know, we like to cater to all. Yeah. yeah, no, and I hope that no. Democrats, I think a lot of them. Interesting. What do you got there? I, I, I must have had a rogue Cocoa Puff. And I don't even eat Cocoa Puffs, so that's very weird. You think Raul's eating Cocoa Puffs? No, Raul's, Raul's had a busy, busy, busy day today. He's, he's charging. Charging. Yeah. Um, so, so they just, as of today, um, Bernie Sanders is on his way to winning the Nevada caucuses very, uh, very handedly. And basically, this thing is going to come down to how well Joe Biden can do in South Carolina and whether he can Where propel himself Saturday. Okay. Is there anything this Tuesday? There's a debate, I think. Okay. Oh, wow. Another, and when is Super Tuesday? March 3rd. So a week from That's Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, we could very conceivably in about, you know, nine days, we could have a very good idea of who Trump's um, uh, opponent is going to be. We might have a good idea, but as we know, when the Democratic Committee and, uh, you know, power brokers can control things. So the question is, can, can Bernie Sanders win a majority of delegates? If he doesn't win a majority of delegates on the Democrats' second or third ballot, the delegates get released. So then it becomes pandemonium at the convention. That's where the brokering convention comes out of? Yeah, I mean, and then you can... This, you were talking about this earlier. Uh, and this, is, uh, this really, I like this conversation. We really a lot, but I appreciate it. Um, at these conventions, the brokered conventions, you mentioned names when we were talking to Dad that are not candidates. You mentioned Hillary and you mentioned Andrew Cuomo. How does that happen if you're not already a candidate? Is it anybody that can be put forth? They say, we will give our delegates to X. Did you not finish the West Wing? No, I did not finish the West Wing, no. You should finish I, the I, West I, Wing. I, I haven't finished. I've only watched like two episodes of it. It's too, it's too, it's too, it's too much of a fantasy world for me. If everybody... Um, if everybody wants a crash course on brokered conventions, watch season six and seven 
of the West Wing. Okay. And basically what can happen is anybody can come in and because the, the delegates become unpledged. They, they're, they can vote for whoever they That's want. Unhinged, unhinged delegates. So if Hillary comes in or if Andrew Cuomo or anybody else wants to be president, they can throw their name into the process and delegates so can vote for them. Like, uh, it's really like a real-life version of the WWE Royal Rumble. It, it would probably be one of the most captivating events we've ever seen unfold, ever. Wow. And who and would talk- I mean, you're talking about what if Bernie? What if Bernie is like ten delegates shy of a majority, and then he doesn't become the nominee? Would there be a? Do you think there'd be a revolution by Bernie people, like crazy people? They wouldn't support whoever the fuck the nominee is. Right. You does, know. Does, does Trump? Is there a Republican convention when there's an incumbent president? Of course. Where is that this year? Uh, um, is it North North Carolina? Um, twenty twenty GOP convention. See, we can get media passes, bud. Um, yeah, Charlotte. Want to go? Uh, uh, okay. I mean, we can see. See if we can get us some media passes. Uh, see if I can get some media passes. I mean, it's probably not hard to get media passes for this thing. It's the president of the United States accepting his renomination for president. I'm sure it's not easy. Well, no, I'm sure it's not easy. Well, maybe we go to fucking the, the Democratic fucking one. Where's that one? Milwaukee. Milwaukee, right. I just, I think it'd be good. I'd like to go to Milwaukee. They'll interview, you know, like they're down to do interviews. We're like, hey, we're fucking, you know, uh, you know, 20, 28 to 35 year old range podcasts, uh, young professionals. We have Talk. a twenty. We have a twenty-eight, a twenty-nine, a thirty, thirty-one, etc. Listening to this yeah. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> and that. Oh, so we really covered the bodies. That's but funny. Listen, one thing I learned, Pud, when I used to do this in uh, college, I said, "You know what? What's the worst someone's going to say? No, right? Yeah. Why not? No. We go up there." <laughs> We dress to our nines. That might not be a bad idea. It would be great content. I, you would like that. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I would. I'd love to go to the the Republican convention. I just wish it was somebody else. I don't. So I know. Be a thrill for me. But if it's Bernie Sanders, I'm throwing that MAGA hat on, and I am. I thought you were already throwing it on regardless. I thought you were the last part. You said you're. I'm, yeah, you're, I'm voting for him. Yeah. But okay, but you're not. You're, okay, I got you. But you'll be door to door. You'll be I, door to. I will campaign for him if it's Bernie Sanders. This guy, Bernie Sanders, is he's so dangerous, and people don't dangerous. realize that. And he's gonna. And listen, people, Democrats and never Trumpers, they're gonna say, "Oh, he'll never be able to get his policies through." No, but thanks to people like Obama and even George W. Bush, and now Trump has continued the tradition executive orders this guy will do whatever the fuck he wants basically and agenda. yeah and it's scary i'm not interested in it i'm not interested in that experiment so no, I, it'd be terrifying you know actually i had an interesting conversation uh about two weeks ago when i was recertifying my student loans uh and they asked me if i wanted to increase my monthly payment 
And I said, no, I would not. Why would I like to do that? Uh, and they said, oh, you know, you know, you, we, you know, because we see that you've had a change in job. I haven't seen. I said, yeah, we don't know my new income. Short, long story short, I told them I will continue to pay the minimum. And the moment if Bernie is fucking elected, uh, please expect to get letters from me daily, or I'm at least going to send my invoice to him. But from what I'm hearing is that uh, is that I don't think for me, like people that went to a private school, I don't think it will apply to me. I think it's only public student loan. Well, because he can't tell banks that they're not allowed to collect money. No, 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 no. But I, I was still, I was getting loans from the from the government. I'm still getting. I didn't get any bank loans. I was getting government loans. Right. So then, no government backed loans will be a part of his plan. I would think. Okay. All right. Well, he's gonna get my bill anyways. I'm just gonna stop paying. Him. Well, I think that sounds like a good plan. Let's hope it doesn't come to fruition. No, let's hope. No, well, yeah. I'm, well, what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna. I told you it's gonna be. Uh, you're gonna start asking me about the weather, and as much as I love Miami, it's I'm not gonna be here anymore. I'm gonna move. Here's here's a little bit of Probably advice. To the West Indies. Here's some advice for South Carolina primary next Saturday. Okay. Look, watch out for Pocahontas. Why? Because like if she has a decent showing, yeah. she could emerge as the Bernie alternative. But the problem is she's not really an alternative to Bernie. She's mm. just Bernie light. Honestly, I, of all of them that I saw on the stage last week, I was like, the best one to me, if, if, if it wasn't, I'd be okay with, God forbid, you know, my, my Don does anything to win. I've never been more confident in anything in my life. But it, it, I, I wouldn't mind Mini Mike. Yeah, you would be attracted to a New York billionaire. Yeah. You know, he, that was a great line, though, that he, that he had when they were calling out. He goes, everyone's saying, Michael Bloomberg, should you exist when they say billionaires shouldn't exist? <laughs> yeah. and, and then he calls up Bernie and he goes, uh, he goes, all right, Bernie, what about your, your, your house? He goes, well, I, you know, I commute. I, I go from Vermont to uh, right here. And he goes, so I got a house in Washington. And then he goes, that's your first problem. Yeah. I love That was so great. Those guys, I'll tell you something, Bernie is going to get eaten up by Don. It's going to be ridiculous. I mean, it, it's going to be wild. It will be the most watched. I mean, anything Don's involved in will be the most watched. But do you know, by the way, uh, hashtag we got to use this week? Namaste Trump. He's in India. Mm. He's going to see Mudai. Mudo, Moody, Moody, Mude. Um, Permenda Modi, Modi, Moody, Modi, Moody, Modi, Modi, Modi. He's in route right now. He's in route. Yeah, he should be getting there soon. I he had a layover in the rainy Ramstein. If I'm Trump, oh, I love Ramstein Air Force Base. If I'm Trump, um. I need to get a picture on an elephant when I'm out there, right? That would be not good. Why would that not be good? Because emperors rode elephants. Well, then that would be great. But India, people write in weddings, like Bihari's weddings, people come to their weddings on elephants. In Miami? We'd have to ask. We'll, we could ask, ask him, but not in Miami, but in places. He's been to weddings where there are elephants. Yeah, I, I, I told him I'm going to the, I'm going to go to the India in 2021 for the Cricket World Cup, and I'm going to ride an elephant. Okay, this could actually be a perfect segue. So 
there may not be a 2021 Cricket World Cup because the whole world is going to die of coronavirus. Whoa. Why? What happened now? No, it's spreading like a wildfire. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm not totally as bought into it as I was a few weeks ago. Why not? I haven't put my finger on it yet. But you don't think it's you don't think it's significant that Italy is putting cities on lockdown? Has are basically they? I, didn't, I didn't know that. Has basically closed Fashion Week. This is this is a prediction right I now. Mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if I'm not going to predict it, but I would not be surprised if there's some chatter started about the Tokyo Olympics. Oh yeah. Or teams not going over there. Teams won't be going over there. If I'm the NBA, I wouldn't want my players going over there. Not a fucking chance. That might be where it starts. Not a chance. The professional athletes aren't going to go. Yeah. No way. Interesting. I'd love to go to Tokyo in general, though, but... uh, Not right now. Not right now. I wouldn't want want to go anywhere in Asia right now. Man. Yeah. I wonder if Trump's going to be okay in India. I'm sure they'll... You know, try to. That's a little too close for comfort for me. I thought about that today. I'm surprised he went. Yeah. Well, he's a man of his word. So. I know, but he's also a germaphobe. That's interesting. He's listen. If he gets there, yeah. That's, That's just a fact. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with this fucking thing. Well, I didn't even realize it went into India. I saw that one thing you said about uh, India, Italy. I saw the thing you said about Israel. Uh, how about you... I? How about Iran? Let them get fucking Wuhan. That, yeah, but the, yeah, but the point is though, the point is is that it's not just, it's not just China, right. it's not just Asia. But so we said the winds, the, we, we all, it all goes back to wind. And I was reading an article tonight about it, and it said that the interesting thing about Corona is that the the death rate is lower than SARS, but the but the infection rate is higher which means that it has the ability to spread faster than SARS. And that's really the problem because they're, they're saying that basically like the first week you could be fine, like you could show no symptoms. And then the second week you become symptomatic. And if you're not somewhat healthy, you know, you're dead. And there are a lot of people dying from it. It's um, this, this Diamond Princess cruise ship. This is fucking crazy. This thing was basically a um, it was basically like a a cruise ship for infected coronavirus people, and like they've had four deaths now on the ship, and they quarantined the ship. They wouldn't let anybody off except for like I think Americans were able to get off because we were able to fly them home. Right. And and the the transfer process is is wild. You know, they get put in these basically cargo containers that have been retrofitted with airline seats and ventilation, and then the cargo containers get loaded onto freight seven forty sevens, and it's like a, they're basically taken off of the plane in the cargo ship, transported on the cargo container to a hospital where they're then. It's really crazy. Yeah, as scary as that is for them, I, I'm in full support of that. I'm absolutely in full support yeah. of it. I, I don't know why we're still allowing Asians to fly into this country. Um, I'm with you. It, it, Canada has basically shut off travel. 
we should do that too. There's no reason why we should be fucking with this. No way. Not not right. interested. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you too. It's, so, okay. um, the PSA is wash your hands, um, and yeah. uh, and don't get coronavirus. It's like Marshawn Lynch said in his uh, last press conference: uh, "Take care of your chickens. Take care of your mentals." Sounds good to me. I subscribe. Yeah, I endorse. Plus one. Plus Swipe one. up. All right, so we're we're bringing back um, a classic segment tonight. Um, this is a good one. Segmento de Persau. I think everyone's going to be on the same page with this guy. We're bringing it stateside. Oh, yeah. We've had a couple. Uh, we, we have. And I think they've all been in the same state, to be honest. So it's basically uh, like a foreign country. So yeah, it works out perfectly. Prison, with the exception of my prison report. Yeah, except for your prison report. Um, so a California inmate. In, I don't know what. I, I don't know where he. Corporate. Corcoran? Yep. He was in the he was in a he was in a medical facility there. And he had he, drug rehab facility or something like that. So an inmate who's serving a life serving a life sentence decided to take justice into his own hands and deliver final justice for what I would call final justice for two I don't. If they were in prison, I guess they were no longer accused. They were convicted, convicted child rapists. Yes. Um, and he decided to take. What did he do? He took a bat. With a cane. A cane, right? right so basically, what happened was in the um, in the it, like the, the the whole gist of it was this guy was in there for murder. This is a bad dude at this. He originally had a solo cell and open facility. Uh, and I'm trying to find the article in Corcoran where it's like a drug rehab facility. And um, they, uh, when he was there, he saw these people, like they were watching, like children TV. And like, he goes, are you kidding me? Like, we're really going to let this happen? And he went to the, went to the, um, here it is. Um, he went to the, the warden or whatever, corrections officer and CEO. And he said, listen, like, I'm going to do something bad to Move me. And they're like, ah, man, like, this deal with it. And then when they were watching it again, honestly, yeah, he said, we can't, uh, here was what he, he said this. He wrote it six days after he arrived in prison. Um, he couldn't sleep that night after he saw them the program. Having done whatever he told me to do, I should have done right there and then. caused me not to sleep. Two hours of quick attack, I been told the prison uh, CEO that he urgently needed transferred before I really fucked one of these up. But they dismissed him. And then he was mulling it over all all day when along Lester number one. And he put his feet right on PBS Kids. And this time, someone else said something to the effect of, is this guy really going to watch this shit right in front of us? And I recall saying, I got this. And I picked up the cane and went to work on him. Uh, and then uh, he said, I just saw a known child trafficker. And I figured I'd just do everybody a favor. In for a penny, in for a pound. And then he told the guard who didn't leave him, the guard looked around the corner and saw the mess in the dorm area I left. So. I think he's a hero. I think not only is this Segmento de Prisau, I think Jonathan Watson is our first incarcerated. Renaissance man. No doubt about it. And honestly, let's find out his information. We'll write to him. Right? 
Okay. Let's write I've, to him. I've never had a prison pen pal before. I think we should be our prison pen pal. Our, our official schmear campaign prison pen pal. Prison pen pal, prison consultant. He can let us know what he wants us to, uh, you know. We can ask him if he has a quote. Look what I got. I got legal paper right here. You know, we could write, I can do this right here. I, so, I, all right, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I, I Listen, what else is he going to do? Not write to us? Oh, he'll write. Yeah, he'll write. He'll write. I mean, who wouldn't write after being named Renaissance Man? Yeah, we say, listen, we honored you with the honor of being Renaissance Man of the Week on our podcast. We're the number one podcast for people listening between 28 and 35 years old. And listen, I, I'm assuming that he got a life sentence for murder. Is that, can we confirm that? Well, not, yeah, he hasn't been, oh, his original charge? Yeah. Yes. Right, okay. So I, I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to absolve him of that crime. No, but, no, no, of course not. But, uh, you know, I think that he, uh, you know, he knew if he's going to be in there, he might as well give back to society somehow. See, what I wish was, I wish he had his own Johnny Cochran, who had a glove that he could use and say, if the glove does not fit, you must acquit. Because that's somebody who, you know, who might deserve, OJ doesn't deserve to be out on the street. He hasn't responded to any of our invitations to come on. No, he hasn't, but still love him. You still love him. Yeah. Okay. All right. Him. Let's go into quick hits. Yep. So, Congratulations, Jonathan Watson. Yeah, thank you for your service. Um, all right. So this one was crazy today. You sent, you sent this today, and I would say you and I, we like, we like the idea of space and rocketry and right. Even, and even like, I I love a good daredevil. What's that? I like a good daredevil. Yes. You know, so um, where was this in California? Um, Nevada. Nevada. It looked like Nevada. Um, so in Nevada, let's say, Mad Mike Daredevil was attempting to set a record for the highest single man uh, man-made rocket like you know so he's a flat earther he wanted to prove that the earth was flat he wanted to prove that the earth was flat that was his whole thing well he proved that you cannot survive a rocket launch without a parachute that's what he proved today okay so on this 30-second video that was released, I guess it was caught on the news because he had news cameras out there because, obviously, that's that's a news story. That's a great weekend news story. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy, this flat earther, is going to try to... He was, was well-known, too, because he was in that flat earth documentary. So he's pretty yeah. renowned. I, when I saw his face, I'm like, oh, fuck, that's the guy? Yeah, so he... Um, so, literally, like, a second after the rocket launches... You could see in the video that his parachute, for some reason, jettisoned from the rocket and was burnt, singed, whatever you want to call it. And I don't know about you when you first saw the video, but when I first saw the video, I saw the parachute and I said, okay, well, uh, we know how this is ending. Like, you don't come back from that. 
No, no. And I mean, that's that's uh, right off the bat. You know, you I don't know if you had a rear view or something to see that parachute like fly back, but yeah, you think he knew? She knew. She knew right away. It's like, oh, oh no, right? Because I wonder if he had like a walkie-talkie in his ear, like somebody telling him, like, hey man, like this is it for you. Heads up. Yeah, like. (laughs) That's fucked up. I've had more successful model rockets that I bought at fucking Michael's than that. I mean, that's essentially what it looked like. You know, you ever done? I'm sure you have done model rockets, right? With the stuffing and all that stuff. I mean, that looks like it looks like. The, I think you can probably get a bear parachute at Michael's. I mean, I don't know what this fucking guy was thinking. To be fair, though, you weren't launching on those rockets, so this wasn't a matter of life and death. No, no, but I had like fucking lizards and shit on that. As did as we they you know they're great they are good sports. Did you do that too? Who didn't? They're just so <laughs> easy for you know like experiments. They were all, all around and they kind of just went with the flow. Yeah, they happy to do it. <laughs> yeah, but they were you know they they didn't really put up much of a fight. No. Do you think there's like a you know if there is like a heaven or something? Do you think there's like a heaven like for Certain like deaths, like you know, all lizards that died in model rocket accidents are all in the same place. You think when this guy died in this accident, he accident he went to that place first? They're like, dude, this is only this is like lizards. Like lizards only die this way. Like no, no, because see, okay, but so are we saying that astronauts, like legitimate astronauts, no, 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 they don't. Yeah, no, 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 because okay. you know you're on a fucking rocket ship. This looked like a fucking model rocket. Right, okay. <laughs> That's what so as long as you died on a model rocket, basically, a home-built yeah. model rocket. Yeah, like, I picture, like, a whole room of the fucking, like, Geico geckos looking back. He walks in, I just picture one of them, like, like licking their eyes. <laughs> what did you do? How yeah, did you get what here? What the fuck did you do, motherfucker? <laughs> Who put you here? I Me? Mean, what do they say? Hope cutting. What is it? Uh, what is it with the herd? Uh, uh, curing what? the herd, lessening when you when you with Darwinism. What is it? Culting the herd or? Uh, yeah, like um, going with that. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Oh. But listen, rest in peace to all those geckos. Yeah, rest in peace to those geckos. And you know what? Just fucking look at that guy weird when you see him. Because he's a fucking idiot. I don't yeah, really I, feel bad. I don't. How could you? Let me ask you this. Is this... Was he high enough to... Um, like, a lot of time when people die in plane crash, a lot of times, like, they go down so rapidly they lose consciousness. Do you think he, went, he was high enough to lose consciousness prior to hitting the ground? Okay. Was he strapped on the rocket? No, he was within it, I think. He was in the rocket. Inside. I would assume that they had it pressurized or something yeah. for him. If he was strapped on the rocket, then he definitely went to fucking gecko or lizard heaven. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I that's kind of how I want to picture it. Yeah. So that's uh, – I'm just, I'm literally just picturing like a DMV waiting room with like, all those you, fucking – Like do, do you think like like the people on his team are just thinking like, oh, man, he could have just shot himself out of a cannonball like every other daredevil and – That's the way to do it. And yeah. been fine? Yeah. 
I don't know. I think honestly, I think he was frustrated. Maybe didn't like he just did it. He was definitely not ready to go. You know, I you. And this is why when we were growing up, you tune into like Robbie Knievel and Evil Knievel shit. If this thing would have been on TV, I would have loved to watch that. I have a question. Yes, Mr. Kirsch. Do you think he got high enough to notice the curvature of the Earth? Like, do you think his last thing that he saw was that the Earth was actually round? I don't think he got high enough. So maybe he died thinking it was a flat Earth. Man. Or, fuck. Or he realized that maybe he thought that he hit the roof of the flat Earth, and that's why he came crashing down. The roof of the flat. <laughs> because I think they believe that our Earth is like in like that it's enclosed. It's in a closed environment, and it's like a domed. I would fucking. I would love that. Living on a football field. I would love that. That that's another. That this is not our first Truman Show reference. No. We're a Truman Show podcast. All right, but listen. Rest in peace, geckos. Mad Mike, you're. You know, rest in peace, but you're an idiot. You kind of brought this upon yourself, I guess. Did I lose you? Hello. Did Earth. I lose you? Hello? I lost you. Can you hear Hello. me now? I'm here. I hear you. I see you. I hear you. I can hear you. One minute. Let me turn uh, It does say poor connection. So I, I was just saying, um, rest in peace to the geckos and um, rest in peace to Mad Mike, although he went out an idiot. Yeah. You know, we don't condone doing stupid things. Don't try that at home. Don't be stupid. Um, all right. We're going to close out with this because we're over. But um, this was a cool story that you sent today about a, um, a ring, like a, a, a ring that you would put on your finger um, yeah. being lost in Maine. When was this? When did it happen? When did the ring get lost? Yeah. I want to say 1970s. It, it was either the 60s or the 70s. Well, yeah, it was, it was, or it was a class, yeah, it was, it's been lost for 41 years, and uh, it was her husband's ring that he gave it to her before she died or something. Remember, so, 40 years ago, it's been the 80s, so, you know, it's... 40, so let's say, let's say 79, let's say 79, 80. Yeah, so her husband, her late husband, gave it to her before he passed. It was this class ring, and then she lost it, like, for, you know, I guess she lost it. And they found it under, she's in Maine, which is United States of America. I'll be be in there in two weeks. Um, And his ring is found in Finland, which is not the United States of America. No, definitely not. How the fuck? Did That's it get what there? we'll be if you if we elect Bernie Sanders. Absolutely, yeah. What were you gonna say? No, my 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 question still stands, Counselor. How the fuck did it get there? So, I have a question. Like this forest, right? Like how far inland are we talking about here? Pretty because inland in Finland. Pretty inland in Finland. <laughs> You're you're a poet. I know. No, but seriously, like, so I think that um, probably what happened was the ring got swallowed by a whale. Okay. Okay, I'm hearing you out. Got swallowed by a whale. The whale is traveling 
wherever he's traveling, either north, north or, yeah, e- yeah, either north or or, or east. And well, what hell are we talking? Probably sperm whale. Sperm whale. Yeah, Would or or a blue whale. Okay. Wouldn't it get stuck in its krill? Will you listen to the, what happened? Oh, sorry, okay. So, you know, he's just swimming on his merry way. Right. You know, and all of a sudden, he's got to sneeze. Bl- or it blowholes it out. Blow, that's what I'm talking about. Is that a sneeze? I think that's just breathing. It is, but I just want to, You never saw Pinocchio? I did. You sneeze? Yeah, they get him to sneeze so that, like, they... Okay. The, the, they blow the them out. Okay. okay. Anyway, so then the ring comes out of the blowhole, but because it's one of the biggest whales, you know, mammals on Earth, he's got they got height on their blow. They got yes. So the ring gets so high okay. that it enters into the jet stream. Okay. The jet stream, because it's such a light ring, it's and we know that the jet stream can cause airplanes to break records on how fast they right. have that, that plane. Right. So we know that that's true. Like the jet stream okay. is powerful. So then okay. I just I just think that what happened was over Finland, it must not have been a very strong jet stream, and it, it dropped over that forest. I think you're right. That's, only, that's the only plausible explanation I mean, the that I can think of. The only thing I can't think of is I've always thought, but maybe I'm, I thought that anything over a certain size would get stuck in his quill. But then again, Jonah didn't get stuck in the whale's quill, so. Neither did Pinocchio. Neither did Pinocchio. So that makes sense. Did I ever play the story when I got uh, for getting into it with a rabbi over my interpretation, me not believing in Jonah and the whale? I don't believe so. So I thought it was a bullshit story. It doesn't make any sense to me that a man survives in a whale's stomach for about a week. Uh, doesn't add up. Easy to, easy to be skeptical. Um, he was trying to make it a point where he said it's more believable that this happened than Jesus Christ existing. So I had the same reaction. Uh, right. So I said, okay, Rabbi Ackerman, Rabbi, uh, so you're telling me it's more believable that a random guy named Jesus Christ, forget the miracles, did not walk this earth, but a dude named Jonah chilled in a little stomach for a week. He looked at me, glasses down, big beard. Absolutely. And I said, <laughs> I said, Rab, I, I can't buy that. I think you're absolutely wrong, and there's no way that, there's no way that's true. I said, I'm Jewish. I fucking believe in Jesus Christ. And he says, go to the office, let them know I said. <laughs> and I'm like, you fucking kidding me? And that, you went to private school. They could do that. And I had lunch attention for an entire week. And that was the worst attention for me because I'm a lunch guy. So, Did they make you do anything there? Like, yeah, Jesus is not real? Lunch. Jesus is not clean. real? No, you got to clean. Oh. Yeah. You gotta clean and you gotta not talk to people. I mean, it's like two worst things for me. Man, if you would have said, like, I, I thought you were gonna say, like, you had I mean, to write I mean, a thousand I'm times, sure Jesus is not buddy, the son of I'm sure You're full of shit, Rabbi. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense to me. I mean, I mean, listen, there are some believable stories and not so believable stories. Yeah. Jesus of Nazareth, 
it's pretty much a foregone conclusion. I feel pretty, like. Yeah. I, I listen. I'm I'm a big pro Jesus guy. I have no problem with them. No, I you know I don't uh, I I don't understand. I I do not believe. I think more Jewish stories are a lot more fantasy than any any you know. Uh, what is, is it? The old what's the Christian Old Testament? Are we the New Testament? What no, are we're we? We're older. We're Old Testament. We're wacky. The way I see you know the Bible in general. I compare the Bible, and this is me getting philosophical here. Um, philosophical um, is. <laughs> I, I I always compare the Bible and stuff to a really, really long fishing story. Like, you know, the fishing stories, like, oh, I got this fish, and it really was maybe like this, like, you know, about two feet big. It ends up being a whale that swallows a fucking guy. You know, that's the Bible for you. But I believe in Christian stuff a lot more than Jewish stuff sometimes. That was a, real, that was a really, really good analogy. Philosophical. That's really nice. You're welcome. I should do that every week. Maybe like a Bible passage. From the New Testament? I've always wanted to read the New Testament, to be honest with you. It's the most widely read book in existence. I think I'm going to do that. More people. Should we read it together? Should that be our book club? (laughs) I mean... Uh, Why not? Two I mean, guys talking the New Testament. Two Jewish guys talking the New Testament. And the podcast in itself. Wow. Okay. <laughs> You're All in. All right. I'm All in. Right. Yeah. But I want to get the New Testament that has the gold leaf pages, like you know what I mean, on the outside. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. I'm for, yeah, I'm in. All right. I'm in. Uh, just something else that we'll commit to that we'll never do. <laughs> I want to do this. Or how about this? We can read a passage and we can discuss it. I think that would be, I think that's better. Okay. I think that's more realistic. Okay. All right. So if any of our, if any of our um, Catholic or Christian friends have, um, have any passages that they would like us to read, I think, and interpret, read and, listen, that's really, that's really important because we're not just reading it. We're going no. to interpret it. We're going to give it a smear spin. Yeah. Yeah. And no. we know that he's a fan. I know Jesus is probably the biggest fan of this podcast. I, I mean, we're, we're good. Yeah. Uh, speaking about Jesus, let's see. Make this a thing before we sign off. You're going to look up a passage? No. Oh. I'm going to FaceTime your dad. Oh. Oh yeah, let him know about that. Yeah, let him know what he thinks. Let's see. I mean, he's a big. My hair is wild. By the way, I didn't get my hair cut. If he I'm answers, gonna, I'll be shocked. Yeah, I'm gonna go see Oscar Villegas this week. No, unavailable. He's probably fucking eating ass. So, <laughs> on that note, um, do we got anything else? Wait, but I I feel like I was gonna say one other thing. Oh. This is what you're here for. Um, we were talking about the Bible and Jesus and Jonah. Um, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. But on that note, do you have anything else? 
You just texted me. I mean, that's pretty disgusting. We're, 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 trying, we're recording. We'd like to have you on. We're recording. What did he say? And wanted to, dis- wanted to talk. It said we're recording BBC, not Big Black Cock, and wanted to. Was he, was he nice about it? He said, what's up? Uh, like he doesn't know. Yeah. I mean, that's, that, that is terrible. Yeah, let's see. He's probably saying I'm I'm fucking doing cunnilingus and I can't, you know. If he says that, I'm I'm out. I'm not. I know. I'm so in for that. I know you would like to be there. Is he? Uh, he's not coming on stage, wedding, is he? No. No. Oh wait. Okay. Let's see. Wait, wait a minute. Maybe he's, he just said okay. Wait a minute. Let's try this again. There he is. He's, he's Mr. Reliable. He is Mr. Reliable. Oh, yeah. He's got his glasses on. Dad, how are we doing? How are we doing, Dad? I'm wonderful. How about you, son? I'm doing great. Uh, we wanted to know if you think this would be a good idea and if you support it. Okay. Uh, me and Brian want to uh, start reading the New Testament, and we're going we're gonna to talk about a verse every week. <laughs> But we're going to read and interpret. <laughs> read and interpret. You're going to read the New Testament and interpret it? Yes. Where, where is my real son? Well, that's disgusting. That's disgusting thing to say. It's so right disgusting. Here, He's right here. Your, your son, your other son is right here. Oh, okay. Well, now I know that I have two sons for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, let me see your eyes. I can see clearly. I can see clearly now. The brain is gone. Stay on top of That's disgusting. Uh, I have not seen um, Let's ask this. Any? Uh, do you have any any picks for the uh, for the South Carolina uh, caucus next week? Primary. Uh, I think that I think that that's going to be the last stand of burn the uh, Sandinistas. Okay, and do you have a message, just a general kind of public advisory message going into He's this not going to win South Carolina. Yes, I would, think, I, I would think that anything that the Democrats can do to stop the Sander Neisters would be to their benefit. And thoughts on Adam Schiff? He should be locked up immediately. Meet him at the gallows, right? <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, he's the, he's He's a treasonous motherfucker. And any uh, any movie recommendations for the week? Yes, uh, we just watched the movie Mr. Wright. And what is that about? Uh, it's with uh, Anna Kendrick. Oh, she's sexy. Oh, Mademoiselle, hello, how are you? How are you? <laughs> oh, you're a sick fuck. You're such a sick fuck. I know. I know. He's a great fuck. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, what the fuck is going you. on right I now? Love that. On that note, we'll talk to you two next week. Hold on. Yeah, what? I said, what the fuck are we doing here? I think. I think he's. You know what? You know what your son is, and we are. We're we're a product of how good of a fuck you are, Steve Kirsch. <laughs>
Love you. I am because I am progressive. In the bedroom, yes. He's woke in the bedroom. Woke. Uh, Hey, how much does an Oscar weigh? Love you. Love you. Right. <laughs> that's, that's one of the best lines ever. That was, you know, that's because she's French. Mademoiselle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's listen. That's the stepmother you're talking about. Soon to be. Okay. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see. One step at a time. We'll see. One step at a time. One that step at a time. Like, oh, my God. <sighs> He'd probably ask you to be his best man. I'd be so honored. I know you would. I'd be, I'd be so honored. I know you would. It would probably be his brother, though. No. No? Not It'd even be... a little bit. It'd be you. It would be me over him. Yeah. And then I, you. Maybe I'd be up there. I wouldn't be shocked if I was. You'd be, you'd be number two. Yeah, no, I'd listen, and I'm sure I'd be on call for, for, for favorites of my party series. I'm sure. So, all right, well. This is a long episode. It's because we're episode. back. We needed it. Yeah, it was a long episode. We, we, a lot stayed on, of- we stayed on topic, though. I think it was good. We're always good. All right. Well, listen, everybody have a great week. Yep. Uh, big politics. We, we got big South politics. Carolina and then uh, leading right. What? Scouting Combine Week. Yeah, scouting combine, um, and uh, and you know, spring training continues to uh, unfold. And remember to use your hashtag this week, Namaste Trump. Namaste Trump. He's going to be greeted by 1.3 billion friends. They're saying. Are you serious? No, that's just like I think. Is he like, speaking at the Taj Mahal? I have no idea. I don't think they speak at the Taj Mahal. If anyone should, it'd be him. I mean, I think it's a, like a that's a. Wait, are they gonna like have? Is Trump? Sorry, is he gonna wear like Indian garb when he goes there, like traditional garb? It wouldn't. Him? It wouldn't surprise me if he did. Oh my god! Please. That would be great. Please give him a hijab. An orange, an orange one. Oh, and I bet you Melania looks sexy in one of those. She'll pull it off. We'll pull it off. All right. All right. Have a great week, everybody. See ya.